Welcome back to the Cult of Phil Lewis. Hey, everybody. Wow, that was a... Um, I was not expecting to start no. that quickly. And that's... You know what? I, I always... I figure... Here's what always happens. We spend like five minutes just like Yelling staring. at each other. Yeah. <laughs> just like, you start. No, you start. You think of something and then, funny. And then we spend like another five minutes just looking at the computer screen being like, I don't know. I mean... What's smart and clever and funny? And we always fail, so I figure may as well just start. Yeah, and yeah, fair enough. Anyway, hi everybody. This is uh, the the weekly undertaking, otherwise known as the Phil Lewis fan club. Yes, the weekly undertaking, otherwise known as the. Fi- I was trying to. Sorry, I'm Alex. To, yeah, I'm Mike. You were trying to steal my line. That's what you're fucking trying to do. I was trying to be clever and creative. Well. I'm- didn't work. Anyway, this is the podcast where we do things every week. And talk about them live. We're coming to you a little later in the day. Are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, yes, we are a little bit a little bit later um, because recording schedules are weird. I'm willing to bet that the majority of our listeners won't even notice that. No, I'd say about 95% of all of our listens come starting the Monday yeah. After we upload, so yeah. like whatever. I apologize to you who were affected. I like the idea of someone somewhere sitting just at their computer, just like where the frick, <laughs> like refreshing, <laughs> clicking refresh. Yeah. Uh, please, if you ever don't see an episode, just fucking message us. Yeah. We'll be like, yeah. Sorry, we we'll explain. We haven't done it yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that that's the. Have you ever done that? Have you ever been like that big a fan of a? I've done that for a couple YouTube channels where it's like they say we'll upload at two o'clock and four o'clock comes around and I'm like refreshing my computer just like sure. where the fuck. Sure, I, I've done that with a few um with a few uploads, but now YouTube has this premiere thing where like with if it's like a big important video they'll. Like the creators can like put like a day in advance, like this video's coming out at twelve o'clock and it's already uploaded, so it just goes on. That's so interesting to me. Why yeah. wouldn't you just drop the, the the episode? Well, it's a hype builder, and also then you get a live chat with the with the wait up. So it's like kind of like a semi live stream, except it's pre uploaded. Okay, and I guess it kind of almost works as like a trailer kind of thing. Yeah, for them. it's like. It's like a big, uh, it's like a big thing. Like uh, the one that I always think of for some reason is when the Game Grumps finally decided to do Sonic Adventure Two, which is a game I really liked as a kid. I have no memory of this or no familiarity with this event. But a continue. lot of people wanted them to do it, and the day before, like it came up on my feed, like tomorrow at twelve p.m. And at first, I was really excited because I thought it was uploaded, and then I saw, oh, it's tomorrow. It's tomorrow. But then I got to spend my whole lunch break just like. In a live chat, waiting for <laughs> ten minutes of uh, of funnies. That's you know what I can understand what that would be fun. It almost treats YouTube videos almost like a a big movie premiere or something yeah. like that. Yeah, and it's not like I'll see one like once a once a month maybe. Mm-hmm. Like when one creator feels like one video of theirs is like anticipated enough to sort of like tease it a little bit. I guess so, and it's we, fun. We should do that with our stuff. I mean, we're not on YouTube anymore. <laughs> no, oh yeah, that's true because we were getting like four listens on the on the and um, it was it was too much work. Yeah, it was a lot. It of was work. it was like 3 hour, extra hours of work for you. For me. For exclusively you. <laughs> You're the only one working on this. Uh, so but speaking of premieres, and oh yeah! Speaking of movies, did you plan this? I kind of was trying to do a nice transition, and you kind of did it. I kind of did. Yeah. Oh. Look at us. Yeah. Uh, what was the challenge this week, Alex? Uh, Mike, the challenge this week was to what was it? 
to go to the movies. It was to go to the movies. Thank you for coming to the movies. And we sure did. Yeah, we even went together once. We did. It It wasn't to see cats. Unfortunately. Fuck! That's so... Okay, so here's the thing. <laughs> last last episode, I was talking about how hyped I was to see cats because I have never seen anything. And, and I keep trying to control your hype because it's not going to be... It's not going to be bad enough to warrant enjoyment. Are you sure about that? Yes. I don't know because it's like... I have never seen a theatrical failure as big as Cats before. Oh, I'm sure I could think of a few. I can't. I can't think of anything that was so panned by everyone. And not only that, this had huge stars in it. Idris Elba was in this movie. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Taylor Swift was in this movie. Uh, Fucking, what was the, uh, who's the guy that says his name all the time? Jason Derulo was in this movie. Oh, yeah. Jason Derulo. Yeah. James Cord. Like, the list goes on and on of, like, the big-name people that should be in this movie. And this movie should, by all intents, be good because Cats is a very popular musical. And it just sucked. Apparently. Oh, uh, apparently. Okay. So, we... It made an honest attempt to see it, or at the very least, I made an honest attempt to see it. But I did not provide resistance. He, he did not. He was just like, you do the work. And I looked at every freaking theater nearby me, and every there was one that there was the movie was playing, but it was like a two-hour drive away. And Wasn't I, it in the city? It was in the city, but like... Yeah, we're not going to the city to see cats. Because for us, that's like a three... It's like a two, two-and-a-half-hour commute. It's just like a whole thing where you have to get to a train and then once you're there you have to find other transportation like a subway or a walk please continue telling me how New York transportation works and after that you have to stop to get a hot dog because it's law (laughs) it's New York City law that as long for every half hour you spend in the city you need to buy one One, dirty water dog one hot dog or two pretzels (laughs) that's the quota otherwise the trash bandit will come come up from the nearby dumpster and rob you you remember that Pizza. Viral clip where the rat stole pizza. Pizza rat. Daylight. Yeah, I was thinking about that too. <laughs> That's what happens when you don't pay the tax. Yeah, uh, the rats will come and get you. That that pizza used to have a person attached to it. <laughs> That's true. Okay, but anyway, cats. I wanted to see it, and I tried, but I can't blame the theaters for taking it out of the movies because cats cost like a hundred some odd million dollars to to um to make mm-hmm. because the CGI and everything, even though it's trash and the motion capture and the motion capture even though it's abhorrent did cost a lot of money it cost i want to say 100 million it made six million a period oh wow that is a huge failure it is and uh not only that but i there i they released cats on the same weekend as rise of skywalker which was a stupid idea no it was suicide by, because they wanted, they didn't want, they knew it was going to be a failure. How can you look at that monstrosity <laughs> and not, and think this is going to make money? They were probably hoping that like everyone would be at the theater anyway, and then someone would be like, "Eh, fuck it, sorry." The printers um probably finally printing out the thing I wanted to print two hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> the printer just started up. I don't think I don't think it'll come up on the on the podcast but i just turned around and i was printing out new undertakings oh look at that like we can't put them in now okay that, oh, well maybe we can pause and i can cut them out and throw them in real quick nah fuck it uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny that is funny um but yeah and so i think that they were just like we can't just come out and cancel this movie we spent too much money let's release it on the same um 
weekend as the movie that is going to dominate every box office record for the rest of the year so that we can blame it on that and not on the shittiness of this movie. You know what? That's a fair assumption because shit like that does happen. Like there is planning like that to be like, eh, we'll just slip it in and everyone will forget about it. We'll, we'll keep and <laughs> no one will forget about this. Everyone cringed at the trailer. It's basically done anyway. Yeah, I think the reason why it was supposed... I read somewhere that the reason why it's the motion capture is so bad on it is because the director was a musical director that did not want the motion ca- capture costumes that like the Avengers wear. Uh-huh. And so they just did the play and they filmed it and that just screwed over the CGI people because they were like, this... We have nothing to work with here. So oh, did they not wear like motion capture suits? They didn't wear motion capture suits well, at all. Well, that's why. Yeah. Objectively, that's the reason why it looks so bad. Yeah. I mean, look, I'm all for one when it comes to performing art when no one's watching because that's real art right there because it <laughs> can exist after it's done. I think that's the single but when most you're making art a major movie, thing that you've ever said. But when you're making a movie, you need to wear the motion capture suits. The purpose of a movie is for the money to be made. You're making the lives of the editors like a million times worse, and it's still gonna suck. It, objectively. What do you think was worse, the original Sonic the Hedgehog or the motion capture on Cats? Sonic the Hedgehog was worse. I don't think that so. That was just disturbing on so many levels because people thought that was good. Who thought that was good? I don't know. Someone released it. That's fair. Yeah, Sonic wasn't exactly not wearing... It's not like you can have that excuse of Sonic not wearing a motion capture thing. Yeah. (laughs) They built him from the ground up. And they still made him look like that. I still think that the cats look like demons from hell. And um, I also... Okay. So the purpose of this podcast, the name of this podcast, Challenge, anyway, was... uh, Go to, let's go to the movies was, or something like that. Thank you for coming to the movies. Right. And the problem, with, you see all those thank you things in trailers before big movies. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because people, they are, movies are losing money off of pirating. And streaming. And streaming. And so it's a thank you for coming to the cinema. I didn't give a shit. I was trying to find cats illegally online. <laughs> and I wasn't able to. Not even a pirater went, on, went to the movies and was like, let me... This is worth my time to record recording and this and uploading it. No, I'm pretty sure everyone was just like, the world must forget. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it was on a different torrent site than I went to, but still. Well, you know what? Well, uh, so anyway, we weren't able to see that. We actually went to a much better movie together. Oh, and yeah. And we will talk about that movie because, yeah. holy crap, it was incredible. Yeah. But I want to save that till after we're done talking about all the other movies. <laughs> okay. Because okay. I, w- I want to leave a big chunk of time for that movie. Okay, and I think before we start di- di- digging into the movies, we should put a spoiler warning here. Okay, spoiler warning for... Um, Knives Out, Rise of Skywalker, um, Frozen 2, Uncut Gems, and Parasite from me. And, yeah, Frozen 2 and Parasite are the only others that you didn't mention. Oh, me. okay, you saw... Okay, cool. That's, that's it. Awesome. So if you haven't seen those movies... See them. Well, we, we'll discuss if we liked them or not. But uh, see them if you don't want spoilies. Okay. We're done with the spoiler alerts. We're good? I'm sure I will give more spoiler alerts, but I, okay. I am doing this entirely so that you don't interrupt me by saying spoiler alert. No, I'm still going to. Fuck you. I don't care what you do. I'm still going to do it. All I right. want to give people the chance to click away because now if someone out there didn't see one of those movies they can't watch they can't listen to the rest of the episode i guess so so if i give individual spoiler <laughs> you know what here's the thing 
Here's what I'm going to do for you. Okay, I'm listening. When we start a conversation, we'll make sure to stick with that movie until we're done with it, and okay. then we'll move past it. So we'll be like, let's talk about uh, Knives Out, and then from the beginning, the moment we say that, we go only on Knives Out until we stop talking about it, and then that's it. That is far too organized for this podcast. I know, but we can try. There's, that's going to fall apart in a second. All right. I'm sorry in advance. I'm going to do my best to contain the, <laughs> the beast. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyway, what do you want to talk about first? Which movie? Um, tell me about Knives Out. All right. Since I brought it up. I still haven't seen this movie, but I know- You haven't seen it? I know the premise. I know what it's about, and I know basically how the whole thing goes. Fucking- all right, but it looks awesome. It is. Actually, I like this premise. I fucking love the movie. It's a. I mean, what what can you say? It's a classic, um, old school murder mystery movie. All right, lay it down. All right, so there is. Oh shoot, I saw it a while ago. This is, but okay. Here's the deal. There is a very rich family, right? Yes, very rich. Okay, and the very rich families, it, I think they get their money from books. Um, the, the, the granddad was an author and the family as a whole has basically been mooching off that money ever since. Sounds good. Um, grandpa dies one night. Aww. He's found like lying on his bed with his knife cut and, and, and blood fucking everywhere. Um, and so they call the police <laughs> and, and, and the police initially rule it a suicide. And then an investigator played by James Bond, Daniel Craig, Aww. um, who I will say is doing a great Southern accent. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> who's the, he, he reminds me of the Foghorn guy. Um, the, Foghorn the, Leghorn? Yeah, that's that guy. He, you the, got half his name. Yeah, yeah. I. The, but that's the name that came, that, uh, that, that's the kind of voice that he was doing throughout the entire movie. Oh and let me God. say, he is having a ball during <laughs> this entire movie. He is milking everything out of this. Um, I'll say, I'll say, I'll say, I'll say. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, exactly. Um, he, he, uh, so anyway, he comes, he, it turns out that he received a, he was hired by an anonymous person. Um, and he doesn't know who, who hired him, but they said, investigate this murder. And he goes in and, and investigates. Was it the grandpa? The the, what Who do you mean? died? He, well, that's what it initially looked like. They ruled it a suicide at first. And no, then... I mean, like, did he hire him? Like, solve my murder. <laughs> okay, no. Wow, that's not that's not what ha that's genius. I don't think you flew over the joke. I think that you you kind of like did like a slide tackle under the joke. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I actively avoided it. <laughs> that well, actually, that would be something that happens in an Agatha Christie novel or something like that. Yeah, something like, a guy's like, I think someone's trying to kill me, can you help me? And then by the time the investigator gets there, he's dead. Yeah, exactly. Though, I will say, if you're sending a note, if you have the time to write out a note to send to a detective... Just call the police. Well, number one, yes. Number two, you should also include the name of the person that you think is trying to murder you. Well, then the movie would be very short. It was. Anyway, it wasn't him. Um, but... As the investigation goes on, it turns out that, of course, everybody in the family has a reason to murder the the grandpa. Um, and oh, how much can I say? I know I gave the spoiler warning. Quick, quick synopsis. Okay. Fucking, it's incredible. There are so many different twists. There is a maid that um, there's kind of a commentary on because she's a uh, she's a um, immigrant. And the the rich white family can't remember where she's from. Like every time they address her, they're just like, "Hey, Marta, you're uh, you're a Colombian uh, immigrant. Hey, Marta, you're from Panama." And like all these, all every these, ev every time it's a different place. There is never, yeah, exactly. It's it's actually uh, and event what event ends up happening is the grandpa left 
all of his inheritance, including the rich company and everything, uh-huh. to the maid and cut everybody else out of the... Uh, well, that's nice. Yeah, it is, except it's not because everybody freaks out and they're like, now she has a reason to murder because of all this stuff. And I will say, the interesting part of this movie is it. the maid thinks she killed the grandpa. Oh. And this is the... I gave spoiler wor- oh, warning. Fuck you. But the maid thinks she <laughs> kills the grandpa and accidentally... And um, the grandpa was a crime writer, uh, a true, a true crime, not a true crime, but a mystery writer. And so he helps her get away with it. And she is hired by the investigator because she has a, um, a nervous tick where she vomits if she lies. Oh, that's very convenient. It is very convenient. And I will say it's just the movie is just fun. It is camp. There are so many different twists in it. Chris Evans is incredible. Nice. Um, there are a lot of different celebrities whom I'm forgetting at this moment. But, yeah, it's it's just freaking fun cool and it was released around thanksgiving because there was a lot of family arguments and that's appropriate sounds appropriate to me i i give it high ratings i also noticed that every time you said like i gave a spoiler warning it's basically another spoiler warning because i have to look you in the eye every time i every time i see it and i know that you're glaring into my soul with judgment of just like you just gave away the fucking movie right there buddy Well, I'm glad you like it. I'm still meaning to see that. Um, of I, course, I I can't always go to the movies. Okay. So. I'll so t- did you not do this challenge? No, I did. Okay. I went to movies. Okay, good. I just didn't see Knives Out. I just didn't see Knives Out. Okay, you. Okay. Okay. I'm not mad at you for not seeing Knives Out. Okay, you're I want to see You're it. acting like you did something wrong. And no. You, but. <laughs> Are you okay? All right. So, Go, what movie did you see? Okay. Well, actually, before I forget, it doesn't directly relate to this, but um, I recently, as in last night, um, watched again for like the third time in my life, Spirited Away, which I've is, never seen that movie. I just bought it um, on Blu-ray, and we have to watch it now because it's one of the greatest animated films of all time. I heard that's yeah. I've heard it's really really good, but I yes. haven't seen it. Um, I bought it because I heard that all of the Studio Ghibli films are coming to Netflix soon. Like in February. Oh, are they? And I was like, yeah. And then I clicked on the article and it said, all the Studio Ghibli films are coming to Netflix in February, except in America. And I was like, fuck. Why not America? I don't know. Well, North America. Um, Still, why not North America? I don't know. Oh, wait. I know why. Why? Disney owns the distributing rights here. To Spirited Away? To all the Studio Ghibli films. So why isn't... Are they putting it on Disney Plus? Probably at some point. Or at the very least, they're not letting Netflix put it on. I mean, I can understand why they wouldn't want it on Netflix. Why haven't they taken it away from Netflix abroad? I mean, like, they only own it here. Like The law is so weird. They they got the rights to distribute it here in the early 2000s, I think. I don't remember. I I saw a documentary on it at one point. Anyway, in Rage, I bought the collector's edition of Spirited (laughs) Away. And I asked my mom to watch it with me because she's never seen a Studio Ghibli film. And she liked it. Okay, good. I'm glad. And it was a delightful time. Fantastic. Anyway, as far as movies go, though, I saw Frozen 2. I uh, also saw Frozen 2. Not this week, but earlier. At at a certain point. I've seen it twice now. Um, Okay. But I did go during the week of this challenge, uh, so I cannot talk about it, so that's fine. Yeah, that's fair. So so tell me, what did you think of Frozen 2? I mean, it was... I didn't love it. Really? But I didn't hate it. Okay. I think it was kind of a waste of potential, because the first movie was so good. Like, obviously, it, oversatur- it got <laughs> oversaturated, 
and everyone hates it because everyone talked about it for three years. Uh huh. Um, but looking back on it, it's a it's a good film. It is a good film. This one, it just seems a little all over the place. It's uh, it seems like too. It's too, like, markety e for me. Like, <laughs> okay, int- I, I say that because they introduce like five characters, and then the, those five characters do like almost nothing. Yeah, the like entire the, like film. the freaking fire lizard. Yeah, well, was adorable, but was he, awesome. He did nothing, and he's only there because yes. he looks good in a lunchbox. And those two, yeah, <laughs> and those two villagers who talk to Elsa and um, Kristoff respectively. Um, Which for a two? Bit. Um, I don't. They had they had names. Um, there was the guy who also liked reindeer and helped him propose to Anna. Oh, that's right. I remember Anna. that. Yeah. Um, and he was cool. I was hoping they'd be gay for each other, but now that would be a twist, given that he was about to be engaged. Yeah, to... but they both like reindeers. You need more than that in a relationship, Alex. But they like reindeers to a creepy level. Oh, still. And the whole point of the first movie was you can't marry someone you just met. Okay, I understand. That, is that what is that what you think yeah. it is? Well, anyway, I don't know. Okay, so but there were some great standout <laughs> moments. The the reindeer boy band pop song was phenomenal. Oh, the 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 freaking um, ballad of Krista. <laughs> yeah, and the reindeer. That was so that was funny. great. Olaf, that was so funny. <laughs> Olaf uh, re re in, uh, retelling the fir- the events of the first movie was the funniest joke in the whole movie. What do you mean? I forget. I have. I saw it like back in before Christmas. So they were like in the woods. Um. I will, and I'm also not telling you the plot of this movie because there's not much to tell. There's so much to tell. What are you talking about? Um, Elsa hears a call. They go to a forest to free spells, and then it's done. No, it's spells. there's so much more that happens. The this movie, I I felt anyway. Frozen two took the frozen thing in in a more fantasy direction. There was there was. We learned about Elsa's father, the grandfather. They ruined the Tarzan theory. Yeah, they did. But no, the first Frozen, first of all, Frozen was always fantastical. Yes, and then this this took it to a whole new level. I don't, I mean, it it gave you new things, but it all made sense in the realm of the Frozen established canon. Oh, I'm not saying they broke from the canon. I'm just saying it, it, it had a different flavor to it. Uh, sure, yeah. sure. It It felt like... To me, one of those like straight to DVD Disney Princess sequels. Did Be- you see The Little Mermaid too? Obviously, the production is better. Yeah, like this is such so much of a better movie than than the other straight to VHS ones. What I'm trying to say is that it doesn't feel necessary. I guess. Okay, I can. At that, in all of my words, that's what I was trying to say. Okay. I can okay, I can understand that feeling. Like, I just yeah. If Frozen did not do incredibly well, this movie would not exist. Oh, absolutely. And not. that's the flavor that sticks with me during this entire movie. Okay. Okay, I think I see where you're going. But that's I mean, more but of all sequels kind of reek of that. That's more of a meta feeling, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, I thought that there was a lot of commentary on it and I was actually very impressed with. Oh know? no, they they trashed the first movie all throughout it and I love it cuz it's funny. <laughs> I w- I wasn't even thinking of that. I was thinking more of like the implication that Arendelle is founded on some very very horrible things that its ancestors did. On lies. And, sure. Yeah, and the murder of the entire forest. And, like, we're still founded on that, and now we have to try to dest- – it's still our responsibility to destroy it and build up a society that works for all kind of thing. There was, sure. There was a lot of that, and I thought that it was that, – that was what they were trying to go for. Sure. 
I don't know. I thought that it was I thought that it was really well done. Even though you're right, there was a lot of purposeful marketing there. Yeah, I mean, but it's also it was a it was a Disney movie mm-hmm. and it's frozen, so given how the first one turned out, of course they were gonna do that. Yeah. Do you think Into the Unknown is gonna be the new Let It Go? No. No. I don't think there's a song equivalent to Let It Go in this movie. I think they're all great, and I don't think any of them will be as oversaturated. No, I think that Let It Go was a once-in-a-lifetime kind of thing. Yeah. Into the Unknown is a... I really like that song. It's a power song. It's a good song. Actually, all of the songs are great. I loved the Olaf song where he sings about how things will make sense when he's older. Yeah. (laughs) Which is a great message for kids. Adults are just as confused as you are. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah, I love I love Olaf's all of Olaf's songs are him being innocent, even though the audience knows he's, you know, bullshit. He's completely in you know, dumb. So Frozen Two. Yeah. Did you like it? Didn't you like it? Let us know. Yeah, please please do send us all of your opinions on why we're wrong. All right, Mike. Um I, I, I kind of want to skip over The Rise of Skywalker because yeah, we previous, already talked about that. On a previous episode, we already went pretty in-depth on a, on a little discussion about that, and you can go listen to whatever episode that was. Sorry. Um, yeah, that was the freaking... Uh, yeah, I think that was the question episode. It was, could a, be wrong. it was a few back, and it was probably around the end of December. Yeah, but regardless. <laughs> I would, I, if I had to guess, probably the week before or after the Christmas episode. Mm-hmm. No, probably the week after. I will say though the uh, the the Rise of Skywalker still holds up. I, I still enjoyed it, even though going into it, even knowing all of the bad things about it, it was, it was a fun good. time. And my final uh, stance on the three uh, sequel movies of Star Wars is all three are good movies, but a bad trilogy. Bad. I would agree with that. Well. Two of the three are good movies, but it was a bad trilogy. I still don't want to get into this with you. We've talked probably for, in total, 20 hours of our lives, in total, about The Last Jedi, and I don't want to, I just don't want to drag it out further. You're still wrong. Let's just, just making sure we're, we're all on the so same So, Mike, episode. what else did you watch this week? <laughs> Fair enough. I, we want to talk about Parasite last, right? Uh, yeah, that was the movie we saw together, by yes. the way, and that's the movie we both loved. I, uh, unless your opinion's changed. No, it definitely has not. Yay. Um, <laughs> I, the relief in your voice on not having to argue about Parasite. Well, I mean, I could, <laughs> but I mean, like, to not like that movie is to is to be stupid. Yeah, it's, yeah, I agree. It's it's objectively a very well done film. I, the subtitles could have been off and I still would have been like, I understand that this is a well done movie. They could have been, to be fair, they could have been completely off. They could have had a completely different movie up there and we would just have had no idea. <laughs> um, but we'll, again, we'll talk about that in a second. The the last movie I saw was Uncut Gems, which is the, the Adam Sandler one. I've never heard of this. What is it? You've never heard of it? No. I'm surprised, actually. Me too. Okay. I wrote a fanfic about Adam Sandler. Yeah. Well, I, okay. So this movie is basically about uh, a guy named Howard in the Diamond District of New York. Okay. Um, And Howard is played by Adam Sandler. Okay. Um, and I will say, I have gone on the record by saying I hate the vast majority of Adam Sandler movies. Sure. Because they're all basically the same movie. The first few were good because they were the first ones. And then the formula just kind of got stale. Kept going. You can only have Kevin James telling dick jokes for, for so long before it's it kind of gets boring. <laughs> so long. So long. Um, but Kevin James was not in this movie, number one. Ooh. So that's a change. Number two, it was not a comedy. 
Really? At all. What, um, uh, what was it? It was very much a drama. Okay. Um, and uh, Adam Sandler fucking crushed it. He did a good job. Yeah. So this is this movie was an just an intense ride from start to finish. Basically, the plot is that um, Adam Sandler's character gets his hand on a very rare gem, a very rare rock, and um, Kevin Garnett of the of the Boston Celtics. It, okay. Do you know anything about the? Boston Celtics or Kevin Garnett? Do you want to take a guess, Mike? I'm going to guess no. You're going to guess correctly. Okay, cool. Kevin Garnett was in it and I think this was the this was the actual Kevin Garnett, who I will say also can fucking act. What the hell is that about? <laughs> he can play good basketball and act at the same time. That's insane. Wow, I can't do either of those things. But I think this takes place in 2012. So it was when the Celtics were playing the Sixers in the uh, in in the NBA playoffs. Okay. Again, I know you have no memory of this. I don't either because I'm not a basketball fan. But more than me. Yeah, exactly. Um, but the the basic plot of the movie was Adam Sandler is in debt massive debt and it's him trying to move all his assets around and get money together so that he can make money and we la- we learned throughout the film that he is addicted to gambling okay um and like he so he received this gem and he showed it off to Kevin Garnett and Kevin was like I need it and he's like no it's going on auction on Saturday I can't do it and Kevin's like I freaking need it man and so Kevin um basically he trades Kevin his the the gem for a NBA championship ring oh. which is and then he goes and pawns off the ring and gets gets some money which he then bets on makes a bet with and um he wins the bet every bet that he makes in this movie freaking win, he wins but uh it you never first of all the the basketball games that they that they show that he has the money on while they're playing you just feel your heart pounding out of your chest because it's just like what the fuck what what if he doesn't hit the shot like all this stuff okay so it's like it's so we always bets on basketball games yes. and is it always like an all or nothing bet where if like he loses then he's kind of done yeah pretty much okay and he he's also it's he's also starts off the movie massively in debt to a man who we later learn is his brother-in-law but his brother-in-law has hired enforcers to try to get him the money <laughs> that uh, sounds like a star wars uh droid yeah exactly <laughs> master enforcers pew 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 i don't know what other word to use like they're they're just tough guys that will fucking rob you of your shit because you're you're debt, you're, they're badass debt collectors. I would, Let's go with I, that. I just call them big boys. Big boys. They were big boys. Well, they were kind of they were some skinny boys, but anyway, you still guys, big boys. Still big boys. If they can kill you, they are a big boy. They are a fair fair assessment. But yeah, the movie is essentially a nonstop kind of um, just an intense thing of. Uh, Adam Sandler trying to make everything work. He has his wife and his kids who he never sees. His wife hates him for good reason, honestly, because he's also cheating on his wife and he's trying to make his mistress happy too. And then he gets in a fight with The Weeknd, like the the, the musical like, artist yeah, The okay. Weeknd. <laughs> there's a lot happening because The Weeknd was hitting on his mistress and it's a fucking shit show but so it's such a good movie he's kind of in the mix with a lot of like famous people yeah but it's before the weekend is famous because there we it's go. 2012 so it's like thursday and then <laughs> once saturday hits then the weekend gets yeah you know alex that was a great joke <laughs> <laughs> thank you wow i'm really you never you never compliment me straight up like that i'm really glad that you got that in. <laughs> oh man but anyway this was a fucking awesome movie um, it's, yeah, it's just 
edge of your seat from start to finish. I had to go to the bathroom by minute 20 of the movie, and it's like a two and a half hour movie. And I was just like, okay, once things calm down, I'm going to the bathroom. Things did not calm down? At all. I was in pain at the end. Oh, uh, I love it. It was it was incredible. It was such a good movie. And Adam Sandler got gypped. He, I don't think he should win Best Actor. But he should have at least been nominated. He was that good. He was that good. Yeah. Interesting. Um, well, I, I want to see this. Probably now. the last time I will ever compliment Adam Sandler. But I mean, you okay. know what? It could he could surprise you again. Yeah, fair enough. All right. You said you saw three movies this week, right? Yeah, Rise of Skywalker. You also saw Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Again. Okay. So, cool. And we already covered. Yeah. So that leaves one. Right. Do you have any others that you want to mention? Um, no, no, just, just the final one, the right. Parasite. Well, one, one more quick. I saw yesterday recently, not in theaters, just okay. in general, and it was awesome. Uh, so see yesterday. That's all I'll say. Oh, I thought okay. that you, meant you watched a movie yesterday. No, no, the movie yesterday okay, That's I saw. the one about the Beatles, right? Yep. But why don't you, but, so I have not seen that one. All right, real quick. Yeah. Everyone in the world, except for this one dude who's an amateur guitarist, yeah. uh, forgets that the Beatles ever existed after like a massive blackout. So kind of like the Mandela effect kind of thing? Kind of. Um, well, and there's a bunch of like other like things that people forget, like Coca-Cola and just like random things seemingly. But he focuses on the Beatles because now it's up to him. He, he uses it. He, he says he's... Um, what is it? Um, making sure that uh, the world still gets to experience this music, but he also just wants to be famous. So this is basically plagiarism, the musical. I mean, kind of. He does the right thing in the end. Spoilers. When he, he, but but he spends the whole movie. He gets like, on top of the world and it's just like, hey, Ringo Starr and George and George and Paul and John were the ones that wrote this. I'm not telling you. Okay. But no, I mean like the record, all the. The, any record of them disappeared, so all the albums are gone. Um, mm. All four musicians lived completely different lives Okay. Uh, from the Beatles. Um, and so he basically has to remember all the songs. Is, that, then, a, is that a challenge? I mean, can you word for word recount like 10 of your favorite songs? Probably not, actually. Well, maybe if I if I started hearing the tune, maybe. Like, it... it it, he does it. It's a challenge, though. Yeah, and yeah. that that's an interesting part of the movie. And then, like, he slowly gets more famous and famous, and he kind of gets a big ego. But he also feels like kind of like he never gets too high because he's like, you never would get this far if it wasn't for the fact that you, you had these songs or something. Yeah. And then, of course, he had there's this great scene when before he realized what what had happened, where he gets his guitar back from an accident and he plays uh, yesterday. Uh huh. And his family's like, "That's a beautiful song. Where have you heard it?" And he's like. I or like I can't believe you wrote that. And he's like, "What? No, I mean, it, that's one of the most famous, so- greatest songs in all of history." And they're like, "All right, don't get ahead of yourself. It's good." He's <laughs> like, "No, I didn't write it." <laughs> so it's it's a fun time. It's a good movie. Oh, okay. But um, I love that, that, that. I mean, it sounds like a very fun concept. Yeah, it's it's very interesting. I mean, I've had, I've always had the thought of like, what if everyone but me forgot this one thing and then I can invent it, <laughs> which is you know. This weird thought, but I've had it. True, yeah. And now there's a movie about it. Well, anyway, look at you. One last spoiler warning, just because I want to give us complete free range. <laughs> if you haven't seen Parasite, yeah. just know it's phenomenal. It really and is. Go see it, and you don't you want to go in not knowing anything. Yeah. Well, I will say there are trailers that I we didn't watch. No, don't even watch the trailers. Just go see it. I think the best gift that you can give a person is just saying this movie is good see it and don't look into it at all going i think going into the movie completely blind is what helped us too. yes so you're welcome 
and leave. Come <laughs> yeah. back later. Yeah. The only thing you need to know is that you're going to have to read during this movie, but that's it. Well, yeah, because it's it, it's a it's a foreign film. It's a Korean film. And there yeah. are captions. Yeah. So, but that didn't bother me. No, no. It in fact made me like I don't know, I enjoyed it more in a strange way. I don't know if I enjoyed it more, but it definitely did not interfere with my experience. Uh, I'll I'll agree with that. Yeah. All right, so you're gone. Great. Now I want to talk about not everything, but I want to make sure, like, we could talk about any part of this movie. Yes. Okay. So, holy shit, number one. Holy shit. Number two. <laughs> holy shit. Number three. Number three. Okay, I'm good. Don't use shit in, shit's name in vain. Don't. <laughs> okay. Um. My God, this movie was intense. It was so crazy. So uh, let, let's lay it on this base plot real quick. Okay. Poor family, rich family. Poor family, rich family. Poor family's the one we follow. Yes. Sort of like half in the basement, still have a little bit of light left coming through upper windows, which what, is symbolic, of right. course. Right. Basically, what, what it... What, that's true. I didn't even pick up on that. Um, but what the, but basically, the, the poor family is in a very poor um, apartment, which is in a basement. Yes. Uh, and they have no money mm-hmm. whatsoever. They're, at the beginning of the movie, they're folding freaking pizza boxes. To, uh, to get any sort of cash. Yeah. And they leave the windows open uh, to get free fumigation when, like, the exterminators walk past. Yeah, that was, that was bad. <laughs> I felt, I felt <laughs> which really Which kind of plays them. into the whole parasite thing. Oh, Fucking look at you! <laughs> look at you! You're I, picking it up. I have not stopped thinking about this movie since we saw it. <laughs> um, you you really ha- that's there is a lot of of subtle symbolism in here. Holy shit! I I bet we could watch this movie like thirty more times and find something new in it every time. Oh yeah, definitely. Anyway, the the uh, the son of the family. There's a dad, mom, son, and daughter. Yeah. The son uh, has like a better off friend. Um, whose name's Min. Yeah. Who's like the only character whose name I remember for some reason. Yeah, every character is named, but they're all... Well, it's it's because they're not really... They're foreign names. They're foreign they're names. They're hard it's to hard, remember. Exactly. So... Sorry. We're going to we're, we're gonna refer to them by, by their roles in these families. Yes. Anyway, so Min offers the son um, a job teaching this girl that he was tutoring, and the girl is in an upper-class family. Yeah. And the reason he asks uh, this guy instead of one of his... Uh, friends is because he wants to keep her safe from competing males. Which is so fucked up. Yes. When, so fucked when up. When you're being asked to do a favor because they don't think that you can you can get with a with, with someone. I like this girl, but I need to go abroad. Hey, you. What's you're Mike un- doing this weekend? Exactly. You're unfuckable. Go teach this girl English. <laughs> yeah. And, um, of course, he doesn't have a college education because he doesn't have money. Yeah. Um, but he's... Still smart. He knows English, yeah. so he can do this. And he ends up manipulating this family so freaking much. Yes. He's the genius child. He, he ends up uh, getting the job, and then he hears that the son of the rich family needs an art tutor, and he knows his sister's an art tutor because she uh, forged his art doc- his, uh, his certification documents. Now, let's be clear. She wasn't an art tutor. She wasn't actually qualified for the job at all. She just was good at art. She and was he good was at like, design. I can lie my way through this. Yeah. But she got the job basically yeah. because she is she was very convincing. Yeah. She was convincing to me. I was like, wow, she knows shit. She was the con artist. Yeah. I mean, through. she did research, she said, but yeah. like not to the extent of going to university, of course. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, all she needed to do was get the job. Then she could just hang out with the kid. Yeah. Long story short, the kid and the kid ends up getting um the the poor son ends up getting every person in his family a job working with the the rich family. Well, it's not the son. 
It's always the most previous uh, member to get in who gets the next family member in. That's true. Okay. The daughter gets the father in as the driver because she leaves her underwear in the back seat of the car. Just so that convincing the, dr- the rich family that the <laughs> the driver's a pervert. Again, so fucked up. So they screw the dr- the old driver over and get the dad in and then um the dad in the the worst move they did yeah, they, was figure out that the housekeeper has a severe allergy to peach fuzz. And they basically try to kill her. They they basically they don't they, try to kill in the beginning. They they pretty much well true. But they uh, and what they do is they rub fucking peaches everywhere and when she's coughing they convince the the the, the homeowners that the, she has turbo- tuberculosis. She has fucking t- and they're like, you don't want that around your kids. And she gets sacked, which I also will, will say, that's fucked up on the part of the rich family, too, because this housekeeper has been working with her with them for years. They've been work. She's been working in that house before they came here. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, man, you're sick. Get the fuck out. No severance pay or anything. And then, of course, they get the mom in there. Yeah, exactly. So now all four of them are in there. And one night during a camping trip for the rich family, the four of them are just living it up in the house while they're away. Yeah. And then the doorbell rings. And then everything goes to shit. Holy, like like we said, we knew nothing about this film besides the fact that it was a good film and that it was uh in that it was in Korean. That's those are the only two things I knew going in. I knew it was a drama. Yeah. And I knew it was about class uh, differences. Yeah. That's really it. So I expected this to be a dramatic film in which the 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 poor family slowly starts to rise up and the rich family starts to see them as equals. That's where I thought the movie was going. A <laughs> typical Oscar-worthy movie was with, is, with a simple message which but is, is effective. Which is a simple message. It's boring. It's artsy. End of list. And that's that's kind of where it's felt like it was going because in the beginning it's very it's sort of lighthearted and funny in the way that it treats these events like yeah oh they're just you know pulling a con yeah yeah they're screwing some people over but it's okay they're good yeah um and then this doorbell rings and it's the old housekeeper and straight up when we saw her on the monitor i was like she's gonna kill someone i we she's gonna come in and murder everyone we fucking froze i i like i felt i thought my heart stopped for a second there i was fucked up after that shit it was just like not even like even before she came in, I was just like, she is up to something bad. Yeah. She knows that they're, the rich family's not there, and she knows that, well, she thinks that it's only the new housekeeper in the house. Yeah. So what do you think? I think, I, I was like, she's probably trying to hurt someone, or maybe she did forget something. I didn't know what to think, and that's what I love. Yeah, and so anyway, they let her in. They they all hide, and they let in the old housekeeper, and it turns out <laughs> that this old housekeeper was also kind of supporting her own family off of the rich family's expenses too. So the parasites got beaten yeah. by other parasites. Right. Because they, she was keeping her husband in the basement of the house. To hide from debt collect- collectors. Yeah. And so eventually they, they all find, figure out with that, that the other family has this thing going on. Yeah, basically all the cards get laid out on the table through a number of events, and basically they're trying to blackmail each other into staying silent. Yeah, and fight and, fights ensue. And eventually our family, the ones that we've been following, um, comes out on top. And uh, Well, well it's, it's also a matter literally. of like they, they – yes, they also um, fucking – steal everything they fuck they get the picture and they're blackmailing the the um 
the ho- old housekeeper gets a picture of the family and is about to send it to the um to the new family to the rich family. They I'm get- sorry, this is a confusing way to go about this, <laughs> but um they and the the rich family is coming home and then that's when fucking all hell breaks loose. Yes, unexpectedly they come home and then like a fucking fight ensues. Well. I think no, no, no. At, the fight ensues, um, and then, yeah, then uh, she gets the call. The the new housekeeper, the mom, uh huh. And then the the rich uh, the rich mom is like, "Hey, we'll be home in eight minutes. Yeah. Start boiling the water now because I'm hungry." <laughs> Which is also like, when you think about it, the rich family is also sort of being parasitic towards the poorer family because they sort of just expect them to be totally. Uh, uh, sub substantial, surf, surfinstantial, whatever that Subservient, word is. Subservient, yeah. Subservient. There you go. Um, but like you don't have lives outside of us. Well, yes, but like comparatively, the poor families both did some super fucked up shit with, and the rich family is just trying to live their lives. I mean, they all did fucked up shit, but out of necessity, almost. Kind of. I mean, look. I mean, the first two, like um, the old housekeeper and her husband, what were they going to do? They were in that house before the new family moved in, and they both were happily. Um, serving the architect of the house when he was living there. Yeah. Then he moved out. Then they needed uh, money. The debt collectors uh, started looking for the husband. She hit him in the basement. New family moves in. And I, now they're in that situation. I know. I know. And But the thing is, like, okay, fine. The, the main poor family that we're following <laughs> um, is just they did some super fucked up shit. Yes. I will, I will commend them on their creativity. <laughs> okay. It's a weird thing to to but commend also, them on. It's like going, hey, Jeffrey Dahmer, you did some fucked up shit, but good job on waste prevention. I, these guys didn't... I was going to say they didn't kill anyone, but... They uh, did. Hang on. They, they did, yeah. Wait for ending. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So, long story short, what ends up happening is the poor family accidentally kills the old housekeeper. Oh, yeah. That, that was so fucked up when... So, I'm I'm just going beat by beat. The new family walks in. They manage to get the old two in the basement. The uh, the old housekeeper comes running up the stairs, and um, the mom manages to quickly like elbow her, and she fell down the stairs and cracked her head yeah. on the wall, which hurt me emotionally. Yeah, because it was also we laughed when that happened. I mean, watching head injuries just fucks with me at least. I don't know about you. Like it just makes my head like hurt. Oh, yeah. It reminds me that we're all just, like, walking eggshells with fragile yolks inside. That's a disturbing image. Right? That's what I think of. And there are two really graphic head injuries in this film. Mm -hmm. The other one was worse. You must have not been able to watch The Walking Dead fucking at all. Um, It was difficult. Yeah. (laughs) And I could only watch one episode at a time. Yeah. Um, Okay. But anyway, yes. They they, They get them in the basement. They tie them up. Um... They the they accidentally kill the old housekeeper. And while this is happening, the other members of the, the family are hiding like cockroaches <laughs> from the rich family who is now in the house. Again, you and this fucking parasite thing, you, you're picking up on shit that went over my head. And another thing I noticed is like when they're like crawling under the table, like the dad's like halfway there and then the lights come on from the tent of the boy outside. Yeah. And he stops like a cockroach in the light. Like trying not to be seen. Yes, later later on when they're trying to make the escape. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, 
this is just it's such a well connected movie. We're missing like a bunch of beats. Like well, how the, go see the fucking movie. You yeah. know, we're not doing it justice. Like how the how the son of the rich family loves um, Native American culture, which you picked up on this. Yeah, like it sort of represents how <laughs> new people keep trying to claim territory that belongs to people already. Yeah, I was like, well, I think it's also an in. One of the many original sins of um, of America is what we did, or what the the original um, colonists did and continue to do throughout history to the um, Native American people. And the, there's a motif of Native American culture throughout yeah. the movie. The original sin. That was like sin number uno. Yeah. Well, yes. And then a lot other shit happened. That was what set us down this path. Well, so so did slavery too. There were there were a few original. Oh sins. yeah, slavery was happening before that yeah they it sure well was. that was britain first and then we just kind of copied them well which what was not what, cool what are we but britain number two um but with less cool sounding voices yes but i think there's a lot of invocation of um uh, american capitalism in particular um because mm. <laughs> well a lot of this shit's also happening in south korea Oh yeah, no, definitely. But like, um, uh, but it's still a like they reference the Cub Scouts a lot throughout the. Mm-hmm. Uh, they reference the Cub Scouts, which, um, actually started in Britain and then came to America and spread all over the world. Interesting. So, um, there's but it, it but they reference the Native American. They reference every person that that uh is hired. Every fake person, every fake identity that is claimed had some connection to America. That is true. Um, like the the sister had to was was a graduate of the University of Illinois, I think. Well, which as, isn't as even, a lie. As a lie. But it's like, he didn't even go for it. She graduated from Harvard or Yale or Georgetown. I think she wanted to keep it, like, realistic. And also, I don't think the mom cared as long. It was like, oh, it's from America. It, well, there you go. That's part of it, too. Um, and, I, and I think that referencing the American Indian was, was part of yeah. referencing the shitty things that that culture kind of brings about. And I wonder if that's sort of, like, the thing that in the first place got this movie to come to America mm-hmm. was like all the American discussion in this movie, but kind of like even surpassed that when people watched it and like could relate to the idea of such an immense class divide. Yeah. Well, capitalism as a whole. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the commentary is definitely relevant over here. Um, as well as I assume, I'm not familiar with South Korea, but I assume it is also relevant in from, South Korea. From what I've researched in the last two days, I would <laughs> I would certainly agree to that statement. Okay. In fact, it may be worse over there. All right. But okay. I'm not sure. All right. Well, um, but yeah, what ends up then, and the the climax of the film is a fucking massacre. Yes. Well, one more thing before that. Oh yeah. My one of my favorite like just things in this movie. I don't even know what to call it. Is sort of like. On the night when all that thing went down with like the the two people the two families fighting and then the rich family coming home, the reason they came home early is because it was storming out. Oh yeah, with the flood. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so mm-hmm. basically, once the family gets out undetected, except for the mom who stays there because she's supposed to, right? Supposed to be there. They run only down all the way through town back to their home, which is basically almost completely underwater, and mm-hmm. the the toilet is like spewing sewage into the Fuming, you, you got it. We got what you're saying. Yeah, sewage, fuming sewage, spewing, no, spewing, spewing sewage, spewing sewage. There's no f in there. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me. 
all over the place, and it's gross. Yeah, it um, is. And they're basically just trying to salvage things. And the, ne the next morning, Mr. Kim, the dad, is driving around the rich mom, and she's talking on the phone to one of her rich friends like, oh, the rain was such a blessing, and it left the, the mm -hmm. place all over for such a good, like, spirit in the air. And now we can have a nice house party. It's last minute, but you should come. Yeah, and meanwhile, the house, they're... Their the house is the literally underwater. The poor family's original house has been demolished. They lost everything except for the rock. Yeah. Which came back to bite them in the ass. What was the significance of the rock? The rock was a symbol given to them by men in the beginning of the movie, and it said to this rock was supposed to bring great financial success to them. Oh. That's why he brought the rock around with him in the end. It was like, this rock means that we're going to succeed. Yeah. So I think initially when he went down to the bunker with the rock, it was sort of like maybe even as a little bit of as, as a defensive weapon, but also as like a like well, a, there's a, a, a sign of good fortune. Well, no, the reason that he brought it with him was to use it as a murder weapon. And uh, I don't think he was trying to hurt anyone, though. He was absolutely trying to kill the dad, that the 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 uh, old housekeeper's husband. He was he was trying to kill them both. That's why he brought it with him. Okay. I mean, I, I didn't... Well, I, I mean, I have to watch it again. I think that's what the implication was. I think he was trying to... That was how he was going to get rid of the situation and stop that guy from coming up. Was, well, yeah, this was right after his dad kind of lectured him on how not having a plan is the best plan. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And then he was like, no, fuck that. I want to make a plan. Which and then he up... took a rock down into the basement where two people were being held captive. I can understand that line of thinking, and I do want to watch it again, but I, I would... I would be uh, partial to agree with that. Yeah, and uh, just to wrap it up, he the, the the son brings down the rock. He drops it because of fucking course he does. And the 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 one live the housekeeper's husband takes the rock, bashes him over the head after a mean like wire wrap around the neck. I may add. Oh yeah, yeah. No, he was trying to hurt him. Yeah, and he son the son survives all of this too, which was a huge surprise to me. Yeah, no, I thought he was dead. Um. But the guy, the the, now that the housekeeper is dead, the his her husband has no reason to to give a shit about any of this anymore. Yeah, he's like, I just want revenge, mm -hmm. and I don't care. And his face is like super like bloody, and it kind of looks like war paint, yes. which is interesting. Yeah, he grabs a knife, which uh, from the kitchen, and I think Mike can attest to this. I don't know if you heard me scream. No, not the knife, not the knife. Yeah, I heard you. I heard it was. Don't don't act like it was eccentric. No, it was you obvious. Were, you were groaning. You're just like, no, not the knife, not the knife. <laughs> no, it was it was very it was yeah, very cause, not cause they subtle. Out the freaking cake, we, and you and I both turned both groaned as soon as as soon as they brought out the cake. Yeah. Oh it was my like, god. Oh, he's gonna go for her. Yeah, he's she she's dead. Um, but yeah, then the guy goes on a rampage, kills the daughter, kill stabs the. <laughs> a few people slashes a few people tries to kill the mom the mom fights back She's... no she she went for him first yeah. like she came at him yeah and fucking killed him and i think mr kim managed to finish him off or the wife no the I... wife finished off him finished off the the crazed guy oh yeah and then, then mr kim killed mr park <laughs> because mr park the the rich father yeah was like like quickly come we have to we have to escape um yeah, one did one of his family members get injured at this point? I don't uh, think so. The, the son had the seizure. Yes, yes, we have to go to the hospital. Meanwhile, Mr. Kim's, like, kneeling over his dying daughter, and then Mr. Park's yelling at him to, like, stop and come on and drive us. Of course, he didn't know it was his daughter. Right. But it was also a sign of, like, he has no, like, that's not, like, nearly as important. Like, my son is more important. I And here, I thought that it was, like, it was a thing of, like, we have to go 
what are you doing? Get away from the crazed lunatic with the knife. That's what I interpreted that moment. No, I I interpreted it as like entirely selfish, Mm -hmm. even though it was for his son. Yeah. He wasn't considering anyone else in that moment. That's true. Yeah. Um, and then the final straw for Mr. I think, Kim. I think you're right. Yeah. The final straw for Mr. Kim was when he turned over the dead um, husband of the housekeeper and to pick up like the keys to the car. And he gets a whiff of it and uh, a, a whiff of uh, the husband who had been in the basement. Mm-hmm. And like he like kind of made a face. Was, like cringes, that's yeah. gross. Yeah. And the whole movie is talking about like how he doesn't like the smell of the poor basically. Pretty much. I mean he was – not as obvious about it to him. I know he himself didn't think he was being like, the poor smell terrible. Yeah. But that's what he was saying the entire time. Mm-hmm. And then Mr. Kim was just like, well, that's it. I'm killing this fucker. Yeah, exactly. And then he kills him. Yeah. And then he hides in the basement, kind of taking over the role in sort of a sick circle of parasitic activity. And that's how it fucking ends. And then he feeds off of <laughs> the new family. Yeah, of course. Um, to hide from the police. And then his son writes him a letter saying... How did the, the the son get him the letter? I don't know how the son got him a letter, but he the dad got him a letter through the Morse code. Through the Morse code and the... Yeah, I, I, I got that. But the, the movie ends with the poor son writing a letter to his dad that's basically like, I'm going to make a, bu- a, bu- a bunch of money and I'm going to buy that house. And once I buy that house, then you can finally be free. And then I did research into this, actually. Um... The, the movie ends on a shot that's more of a letdown, sort of like into reality. It's the same as the first shot. It's panning down into inside his, like, shitty house mm-hmm. um, to where he's finishing the letter in the darkness. And that's sort of the implication of, like, he's never going to actually be able to make enough money. Yeah. And then the final song that plays in the credits is performed by that actor. And I think the name of the song is something like 520-something years. And that is how long it would take for him to save up for the house. Ooh, shit. I didn't know that. That's, that's, that there I are to, levels to that shit. That sucks, yeah. yeah. That I had to do research on because we left right after the movie ended. Yeah, because... They it was were... late and I was tired, but I was also amazed. Yeah, exactly. Um, anyway, I want to see this movie five more times. Yeah, no, it's a good one. I'm kind of happy I saw it, like, near the end of its run in theaters because mm-hmm. now I don't have to wait long for it to come out on DVD. Well, that, that that's true, and it's also up for Best Picture uh, for uh, the Oscars. Yes, and I do hope it wins. Um, I've been seeing a lot of um, comparisons to Joker, which yeah. I think is also up for Best Picture, right? It sure is. I um, think this was better than Joker. I agree. Joker was still great. It was a good movie. It was a great movie, um, but uh, this one just, it seemed more subtle in its delivery, and I appreciate that. Yeah, but yeah. I uh, I every Oscar season I see I try to see one or I end up only seeing one of the movies that are nominated for Best Picture. <laughs> well, hey, now you saw at least two. Yeah, exactly. And now I'm just like, that's the one that should win, and then that, that's my that's my pony. Even though like, I also really could not care less what awards go to what. But movies. for some reason, we always all of us end up talking about it. We do because it's something to talk about, but it's also like we're always hoping the Academy makes the right choice in our eyes. Yeah, but. The the ceremony also isn't entertaining. No one watches the ceremony. Exactly. Well, a lot of people do. Well, I mean, it's been going real down in le- recent years. Sure, but it still has like a million some odd people tuning into it. Yeah, but it used to have like 30 million. True. Which, you know. But still, there's a million people that are basically watching a ceremony. When there are people that I love, that I will go to see a ceremony for, I still hate the ceremony. <laughs> That's the worst part of it. So why would you want to watch the ceremony if... People you don't know. People I don't know, exactly. They got to do like a Nintendo Direct style go- uh, Oscars where it's like 20 minutes, like rapid fire, like bam, 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 bam. I'm a, that, that would be much better. Or at the very least, after the 
actual like show, mm-hmm. then do that for everyone else to watch. Exactly. Like, yeah. oh, I could watch this for three hours, or I could see the same amount of information in twenty minutes. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, that's uh, those those are all the movies we saw this week. Yeah, and, it's it's kind of cool yeah. to have a relevant conversation. You know what I mean? I do, and this is getting uploaded the same day as we're recording it, so it's even more relevant. Right. That's crazy. It is. All right, should we uh, pick from the bucket? It's time to pick from the bucket. Bucket's on. Bucket. Time to pick from the bucket. Time to pick from the bucket now. All right, we got the bucket. Oh, you dropped one. I did? Oh, God. I gotta shake it up again. All right. Also, real quick announcement before we pick: next week we're taking off. Oh yeah, I was gonna do it at the end, but yes, we're now. going on. We're going on hiatus for one week. Uh, you guys have to survive without our challenges. The next time, uh, the next episode will be uploaded February 9th. Eighth, ninth. Yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you have to deal without us on Super Bowl Sunday. I wonder what else you're gonna possibly want to do. <laughs> well, I mean, I was saying like tell it now because a lot of people probably click off after we pick the challenge. That's true. Yeah. All right, Mike, pick off. All right. And you'll see this in two weeks. All right. Let's see. There are a lot in here. I know. We just filled it. You are still exciting. All right. Ad campaign. All right. The challenge is ad campaign. Spend the week making an ad campaign for the weekly undertaking. Wow. We haven't done an ad campaign since we began yeah. and then we haven't done anymore yeah pretty much yeah this is a good podcast and i have faith in it do you have faith in it i do mike that's and this is a product that we believe in yes so we will spend the week trying to convey that yes in some regard so i'm thinking yeah exactly we we sort of like it's sort of like uh the pitch one where we pitch tv shows instead we'll just pitch ad campaigns right i'll have to watch a lot of mad men see what don joker does <laughs> yeah great yeah that's well good. i look forward to that yeah it should be fun um and you can look forward to this on february 8th uh we're taking 9th. february 9th fuck sorry and we're gonna be taking super bowl sunday off not because it's super bowl sunday but For because me it's because it's super bowl sunday well also because we have been unable to <laughs> to recover from like parasite n- no, but sure. Yeah, let's go with that. We've been struggling to keep schedules ever since we had to take a week off like f- four weeks ago. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Because I went, I went away, um, and now I'm back. So we'll, we'll, but yeah. All you guys need to know is that the next episode of the weekly undertaking will be on February 9th, yeah. and we look forward to you joining us then. Maybe there'll be a little something next weekend. I don't know. Maybe we'll see. Um, but until, but thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. Uh, if you, uh, miss us over the course of the next week or so and, and can't wait for February 9th to come around, we understand. And that's why actually we've prepared 78 other episodes of the weekly undertaking. Oh, I'm glad you didn't like just throw a surprise out there that I wasn't aware of. Yes, we did do (laughs) 78 other episodes. Just, just so that you guys don't get bored. This is the 79th episode of the weekly undertaking. So there's 78 other episodes and 78 other topics. Topics for you to look through. Hopefully, we've hit the. You'll find at least one that sounds interesting to you. Hooray! Yeah. So go check us out. Subscribe to us on whatever podcast forum that you're listening to us on right now. Uh, leave a rate and review because those really do help. And uh, yeah, show us some love on social media and That's show. A, yeah. Show our, uh, our. We have artists that help us during the to do this podcast, namely Winston De Jesus, who does the podcast cover art, and Adam Rudy, who does all the music. Show them some love. Their social medias are in the description below too. Thanks, people. If you think that think of a uh, challenge for us to perform, that information we have a uh, form 
for you to submit that uh, request down below as well. So please contact us and send us the info. That was a little rough there. It was. We're <laughs> running out of ideas and I'm running out of steam. Anyway, that's that's it. So thanks guys so much for tuning in. You got anything else you want to say? No. All right, good. Uh, until next time, don't forget to challenge yourself. And try something new Our in theaters Friday. <laughs>